Everybody's got an Instant Pot, or maybe you have one and want another one. How do you choose the Instant Pot that's right for you? Hey, I'm Bruce Weinstein, and this is the podcast Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about Instant Pots and what they are and how to choose the right one for you. If you don't know, how many cookbooks have we written? We've written four Instant Pot books. Right, and we just turned in the fourth Instant Pot book. It's out later this year on restaurant copycats for the Instant Pot. But we want to do a podcast about mm, how do you know how to buy an Instant Pot? Oh, there are so mm. many models, but let me That's say something true. first. I have a disclaimer. Okay. Instant Pot is not paying us to do this. We wanted to help people because we have all these books out and people ask us all the time. So this is based on our knowledge of using all the models to test thousands of recipes for our books. And this is what we've come up with, which is what we hope helps you. And let me also offer a disclaimer. And this is a little bit technical, but let me have it. Instant Pot is a brand. It is a brand of a multi-cooker, a cooker that does more than one thing, although most people use it as a pressure cooker. The reason I'm saying this is because it has lately become a thing that people call any electric pressure cooker an Instant Pot or as they mispronounce it, an Instapot. It's an Instant Pot. An Instant Pot is a brand. It's very specific. In fact, I posted a video. I just want to say this for a sec. I posted a video on YouTube uh, last week or two weeks ago about how to make a pork tenderloin rice whole dinner thing. It was delicious and easy. And you can watch it. Just go to Cooking with Bruce and Mark channel on YouTube. Right. So I posted that and someone made it and it didn't come out. And so we had some back and forth. And I said, well, sometimes rice can dry out. Their problem was the rice wasn't tender. And I said, sometimes rice can try out. No, this rice always works on the stuff. Anyway, the long and the short of it is what I found out after much back and forth on social media is that this person was not using an instant pot. They were using an old Fegor um, electric pressure cooker. <laughs> not the, problem, the same thing. It's not the it's same not thing. The same and thing. the difference is they cook at different pressures. What high is in the old Fegor is maybe about 9 PSI, 9 pounds per square inch as pressure. Instant Pot is much higher. So, you know, my timings were based on the higher settings for Instant Pots and not for the old Fegor um, electric pressure cooker. So we are talking about a brand. If this confused you and you still don't quite get it, think about Kleenex, right? <laughs> yeah, well, Kleenex is the brand of a tissue. Not all tissues are Kleenex. Not all electric pressure cookers are instant pots. Right. So that's really important to know that as we talk in this and the next, because it's going to be a two-part series on how to get the right instant pot for you. As we talk about that, know we're talking about the right instant pot, not any generic electric right. pressure cooker. I grew up in the South, and as Bruce, uh, it kills him that in my family, you say, what kind of Coke you want? And then people say, well, I want a grape, or I want a Sprite, or I want a 7-Up. No, oh, when did Coke start making 7-Up flavored Coke? That's what I want to know. I, know it's I want a Dr. Coke. Pepper. So well, anyway. That's not Coke. That's what kind of Coke, Coke y'all want? Oh, so anyway, <laughs> I want an orange. <laughs> so... Uh, I know, but I this is how I grew up. As Coke was the generic word for a soft drink for what people up now where I live in the North call soda. Anyways. So. Okay, so you want to get yourself an Instant Pot, and you want to get the right Instant Pot for you. So to do that, we're going to ask you a series of questions. 
based on your answers, we can tell you what kind of Instant Pot you need. Right. And I'm going to add that this is part one of a two-part podcast. So if you're listening to this one, there is a follow-up in the next week about more on this. So we're just going to answer some basic questions this one, and we're going to come back next time and do some more finesse questions. Okay. okay. Now, there will, there will not be a test after no, this. No, okay. no, no. Are you a beginner? Are you looking for an entry-level machine that does the basics, like makes yogurt and cooks both at high and low pressure and has lots of built-in pre-programmed buttons? Well, then what do you want, Mark? You want a duo. And the duos come in a line of duos, right? There's a whole family of duos. There's a whole family of duo instant pots. Say more about the beginner model. What, What do you want again? You want the duo. The plain duo. You don't want any words after duo because there are other ones with words after the duo. So you want just the duo. It's the entry-level model. It cooks at high and low pressure. It will give you... That's key, right? It gives. It goes high and low, at least in our recipes. Yes. We often cook with low in order to keep the liquid levels low inside yeah. the pot. If you know anything about cooking with electric pressure cookers, some recipes are swamped with liquids. Yeah. And so if you cook with low, you can cut down yep. on the amount of liquid. And a lot of people online complain that they had a model they got years ago that doesn't have a yogurt function. Mm. The duo gives you the yogurt function. Mm. And, and we're not going to get it's into it. making yogurt in the Instant Pot in this podcast. But if you want to make yogurt, you can do it in the duo and any of the others we're going to be talking about. But basics are the yogurt. It's the high and low pressure. It's all the pre-programmed buttons you want, the duo, if you're starting out. And you should figure out what kind of size you want. Do you want a three-quart? Do you want a six-quart or an eight-quart? A three-quart is best for a two-person family or a one-person household. Either one, because you can make fewer servings inside of it. And I should say, um, shameless plug, in all of our books, we size out every recipe for every size of Instant Pot. So we have the how to do it in a three-quart, six-quart eight quart and we'll talk about a big yeah. one later but anyway a three quart is best for that a six quart is the standard right that's yeah. the standard that was the original cooker. one that they came out with the original right. size and that is the standard even across other brands you mentioned fagor and there are other brands that all do six quarts so. and and you should know that the bulk of recipes written for electric pressure cookers are written for six quart there, there was once upon a time way back there was a five quart instant pot and those recipes, or six quart recipes, will work yeah. in a five quart. Yeah, yeah. They don't have a five quart anymore. But you should just know that the six quart is the standard recipe format for instant pots. And if you like to make a lot, if you have a big family, you like leftovers, you can get the duo in an eight quart. An eight quart's really nice. I kind of like the eight quart. So that's again, if you're just starting out, you're a beginner. Get the duo. You can get a three, six, or eight quart. So now I have another question for you. You may have heard these words before, sous vide. Oh, you're if, fancy. If you've heard sous vide and you are wondering what that is and you want to try it in your Instant Pot, then there are three options for you. You can either get the Duo SV, the Duo Evo Plus, or the Max. So, and you can only get those three models in a six quart. So I'll say that again. If you want to try sous vide, you need the Duo SV, the Duo Evo Plus, or the Max. And now I want to ask Mark to explain what sous vide is. Okay, sous vide is where you take a cut generally of meat. You want to now anaerobically, that is without air, seal it in a bag. You seal it in this bag and draw the air out of it because air is what causes bacteria to live. They need oxygen. You want 
air out of the bag. You seal it tightly in this bag so there's no air around it. Then you turn on your Instant Pot to the sous vide function. You get the water inside of it. There's water now in the insert. Up to a low temperature, you drop the bag in it and you set it in there for a good long time based on the recipe. Why do you do that? Cooking meat that way at a very low temperature, we're talking 130, 140 degree water, for a long period of time, it'll slowly soften the collagen and cook the meat so it's super tender, but because it doesn't get over a certain temperature, the meat still kind of looks rare. So you have mm. this real, so imagine mm. you have a short rib mm. and you cook this short rib for 36 hours at 130 degrees. It's crazy. It will be tender, cut like a beautiful soft steak, and look rare. What you now do is take it out of your Instant Pot and either flash grill it or put it in a really hot skillet. You want to flash caramelize the outside of the steak or char the short it, yeah. rib. Yeah, Bruce takes short ribs. He sous-vides them for uh, sometimes a long time. Sometimes right? three days if they're really big. Crazy long time. And now he takes them out, gets the grill up to one billion degrees <laughs> and, and chars the outside of them. And when you eat them, they cut like a steak they're rare like a steak and they're charred on the outside. Sous vide is a very, very chevy technique. You can find a lot of videos about sous videing online. You can look it up and just know that some instant pots, which ones again? The Duo SV, the Duo Evo Plus, and the Max. Those, Those are the ones that have a sous vide setting. That's right. Those will allow you to cook in uh, sous vide and remember all those are in six quarts so if you're looking for a three quart sous vide can't sorry, do it can't do it but all of those are in a six quart before we get to the next question i want to ask you please subscribe to this podcast cooking with bruce and mark leave us a rating ratings really help in the analytics and get more people to know about us and leave a comment we'd love to talk to you chat with us we have a facebook group called cooking with bruce and mark come there talk we can discuss these episodes we can discuss everything Okay, so our third question. That's our first two questions. You're a beginner. You're looking for an entry-level machine. You want to learn how to sous vide. Here's our third question. A lot of people are scared. So far, it's not a question. What question? A lot of people are scared by releasing the steam. Are you? Does releasing the steam? There's a question. Does releasing the steam scare you? All right. What you want to do is you want to get away from having to turn a lever manually to release the steam. Why don't you explain what that means? If you've used an Instant Pot before, then you know once the cooking is done, you have two ways of opening the pot. One is a natural release where you just let it sit at room temperature and over the course of 15, 20, 30, even 40 minutes, the pot cools down, the pressure drops, and you can open it. It's a natural release. Or you do a quick release where you have to, in some models, literally turn the steam valve with your hands. You've got to flick it to the side and the steam shoots up. And that can scare a lot of people. Okay. My grandmother had the old stovetop pressure cooker. And um, please do not try this at home. But she would put a chuck roast in it, a beef chuck roast in it, and then go to church <laughs> with it on the stove going. Don't do that. Yeah, please don't do this at home. And then come home an hour and a half later. And it was done. It's ridiculous. But I definitely remember this, the thing going on the stove, walking out the door to go to church. Okay, don't okay. do that. But those old pressure cookers on the stove, did they have a quick release? Because I don't remember her ever quit, ever forcing the pressure out of the it. The old ones, the really old ones didn't. We once had a stovetop model um, that did. It had a button you could push. Uh, and the other trick was you could take those stovetop 
cookers and put them in the sink and run water That's over them. That's what she would do. She would pick that thing up now full of pressure, having sat for an hour and a half on the stove, and she would pick it up by the handles and take it to the, to the sink and run cold okay. water over it. I have it. to stop and say, do not ever put your Instant Pot in the sink. <laughs> Never, ever, ever you put, the put the in stove top ones in okay, the sink. Okay, but do not ever put your instant. Okay, so you're afraid of the steam. So did I, were, did yeah. I mention that my grandmother once blew a hole in the kitchen? Anyway, <laughs> please go, do go ahead. So you want the option. There are four machines that allow you to release the pressure without touching the steam valve. The first three, the Duo Evo Plus, the Duo Nova, and the Ultra all have a button on the lid next to the steam valve. Mm. You push that button and mm. the steam is released. So that mm. keeps you your fingers mm. off of the steam valve. Mm. The Max takes it one step further. The Max has a uh, an LCD, a liquid crystal touch display, and you touch the front panel, which is far away from the top of the machine to begin with, and it'll automatically release the steam without you even touching the yeah, top. Yeah, I should, I should say that I use that Max machine in my video for the pork tenderloin and the rice, and it was, you know, I mean, it's so easy because you just touch the touchpad on the panel of the machine and the steam releases. I should say, since we're talking about my grandmother blowing all in the <laughs> kitchen, I should just say that the thing about electric pressure cookers is really, honestly, how safe they are. And I know people freak out about releasing the steam. I know all that, but the safety features built in into these things, including the rubber gasket around mm -hmm. the lid, which is actually part of the safety feature of the machine, it is. is such that it's almost impossible. I'm not going to say it's impossible, but it is almost impossible yeah. to blow a hole in your kitchen. Don't I know people are so afraid of releasing that steam because, of course, it's kind of scary and it's a jet of steam that comes up out of the pot. And don't all put that your face stuff. over it. Don't put your hands Good over Lord, it. Lord, no. Um, don't do <laughs> don't do any of that uh, because that steam is superheated. Yeah. It's it's superheated inside the pot but and you of course you want to be careful but don't be afraid of it practice before the pot comes out to pressure practice moving that lever back and forth but if it really really bugs you to be anywhere near that lever then these four models of instant pot the duo evo plus the duo nova the ultra and the max all permit you to keep your fingers away from that little valve itself. Yeah, they do. And I like using those, actually. I mean, not that I'm afraid of the, the valve on the regular Duo, um, but... I much prefer having the and touch. Frame. I just want to say that I like the Max machine because, I mean, it's very techy, and mm -hmm. I like doing it because I can just push that panel and it releases the steam. It's very wonky, and I love that stuff. Okay, so what's our fourth question? The fourth question is, would you like to have indicator lights on your panel that show you the progress of the cooking? Ah. Yes, we all have the timer counting down, so we know when that is, but the indicator lights also kind of show you how it's building up, right? Right. So that you could see, you get an idea of when it's going to come to high pressure and i'll also say that the max not only gives you the indicator lights it gives you the internal temperature so you can monitor the temperature you as can. well as the indicator That's lights but if you all want the reasons i like the wonky old max <laughs> so like if it. you would like to watch the indicator lights to get a sense of the cooking progress okay here. let me clarify something we're not talking about seeing inside the pot 
We're not talking about seeing the food inside the no, pot. No. We're not talking about seeing inside any. There are no cameras to look inside the pot. We're not talking about any of that. We're talking about just basically indicator lights in some way that says, you know, this much left of the cooking. And sometimes they're bars, yep. right? And sometimes in the max, they're in the max, they're they're dots. Yeah, they're they're line. lines of dots. In like, the ultra, they're bars. So it's this. But it's a way of knowing where the machine's at along the timeline. It's like on your computer watching the little line go across as your as your documents open or as your, right. your apps download. Or see how much battery power you have left. It's mm-hmm. like that. You can kind of tell where are you in the cooking process. And if that's important to you, some people, that may not be important. They, they may not, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter. And let's face it, if you're going to cook a lot of super, super fast things, like you're going to cook, I don't know what, chicken tenders, and basically you're going to use your pot for chicken tenders, I'm not sure that counting it down is all that important to yeah. you. It's more for larger cuts, briskets, chuck roasts, bone-in chicken breast, bone-in chicken thighs that take a bit longer. To me, at least, that's yeah. the functionality there of the indicator. Well, I find that the more liquid there is in my pot, the longer it's going to take to come to high pressure, and the indicator lights in that case are really helpful. So if I'm making a soup or a stew that has a lot of liquid, they'll kind of show me where's the pot, how close am I to even reaching pressure. Okay, so those are our first four questions, and we're going to cut it off now and tell you that there is a second episode of this podcast coming up next about how to choose the instant pot that's right for you. But we've asked answered four basic questions about beginners, about sous vide, about releasing the steam, and about indicator lights. And it seems to me that this kind of covers mm, what's going on in terms of the pot itself. So that's it. Subscribe to the podcast. As Bruce said, go down to the bottom of the Apple page. It'll it'll show you write a review of this podcast. Write a review. Hey, show your host from some love. We need some love. Show us some love down there in Apple. Write us a review. Give us a rating. That would be great. Check out our YouTube channel, Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And otherwise, we will connect with you next time on the second part of how to choose the right instant pot for you.